Feelyloom friends, it's finally fall here in Southern California. I got to pull out a blanket for the first time the other night in the middle of the night, and I was literally running around looking for it, squealing in glee to think it was cold enough for me to use a blanket. Socks will be next. I'm supposed to be editing a chapter of Pete Drake's Omni Tale for the first book in his uh, second story. Each story is seven novellas long. But I was way too excited not to do my Snoring Bulldog podcast this morning because I have been looking for ages for an artist to do the logo for the full series of 49 novellas for Peyton Drake. And as always, my preference is to not go with ultra high ticket, polished, successful artists. Actually, the high ticket part isn't the issue. The issue is I like to help people who either are just getting started or who don't consider themselves an artist and could use a boost. That's where my druthers always lie. And someone I'm involved with through female entrepreneurship on Facebook posted a drawing of a dragon she did And I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, not only is it amazing, but I've been looking for an artist to do the sea dragon. And I said, is there any way you would ever possibly maybe someday consider it? And she wrote back, uh, duh, yes. This is even more exciting than having to use a blanket. I can't even say how grateful I am. While she is not pursuing a career in art, I will see, in addition to compensation, what is the best way she would like to be thanked. Does she want her female entrepreneur group brought up? I don't know, but I am so thrilled to get to support someone's artistic expression because that is beyond huge to me. Okay, now moving on to the stuff that we're supposed to talk about. Ada Hancock and LaShawn Noir. I've talked about it a few times. The upcoming uh, Victorian adventuress novel, barely a novel. A novel starts at 40,000 words. This is about 44,000 starring who eventually will be known as Dorothea Tate but her birth name is Deanna Price. It is the precursor to the Tea Cozy Mysteries. The book is now available, and we are starting to take reservations for the launch party at the gorgeous Four Seasons Tea Room in Sierra Madre. We only have five spots left. (laughs) So uh, those are going out to Patreon people right now. We've filled up pretty quickly just through Patreon. We'll see how we do with that. If you are a member of Patreon, please keep an eye out for emails. They go out one a day. I think yesterday's went out to one group. Today's go out to a different group and so on and so on based on your tier. We don't have that many patrons and many of them are either out of the area or male. Not that that should make a difference, but the male patrons we have are not interested in going to tea. So if you are a female patron who lives in the area, Keep an eye out if you're in the mood to go to a Victorian adventurous tea. I just nailed down getting a few more party favors, including one that is without scent for a certain friend who cannot do scent. And you know who you are, and I've custom ordered your party favor. Next, the literati packages will be getting put together, meaning the types of items that will be included. I'll be working on that in the next couple of weeks. That party is on November 14th, so I've got a little bit of time still. That is going to be a little different. Talk about high ticket. That will be a high ticket one because D, Aunt D's literati kit will be her Victorian adventurous survival kit. That will have things like the poison ring, the smelling salts, of course, a hat pin. Yeah, all things that are either weapons or meant to prevent you from being killed by weapons in the Victorian age. 
I am not happy with the opera glasses that I've found. The gorgeous antique ones are hundreds and hundreds of dollars. The ones I'm able to find are made of plastic. Keep that in mind. I cannot find anything that is worthy of you all. But it would be nice to have opera glasses. We may end up with plastic. That would be an option. There will be three different options of kit that you can get. I have listed on Patreon, started yesterday, the Poirot tea. We're having a Poirot Christmas. The idea is that someone has stolen the Christmas pudding from the famous Agatha Christie story about Hercule Poirot and the adventure of the Christmas pudding. So we are going to be following up on that theme with a very, very light mystery sort of a game. I'm not calling it a full mystery because based on the protocols right now, we have to go with limited interaction social distancing and all that. It will be a limited at Pamela's on Saturday, December 12th at 4 p.m. It is a candlelight holiday high tea. Now, when I say high tea, that word traditionally has meant what the miners would have when they get back after a long day, and it's a chunk of cheese, some bread, some potted meat, a pasty or whatever, and your tea. No, this will be the Americanized version, which means more of a hearty tea than you would have in the afternoon. This will have soup, I've asked for us to have a punch bowl waiting when you first get there, that sort of thing. So we're going to make it nice and it will be by candlelight in what's called the arcade. Pamela's is no longer serving outside, just so you know, especially if you're coming to the Friny Fisher events on November 8th. We will be in the arcade area at Pamela's. If you've ever had to get the key to go to the WC, you've walked through what looks sort of cobblestone-y, and that area is known as the arcade. We can spread out to meet all current mandates and in the evening, four o'clock, when it's starting to turn evening, that will be even more fun to have the candlelight or faux candlelight. I'm very much looking forward to that. I am working on the party favors for that already. And that's another thing. If you want to be insured a party favor at one of these events, I lock them down two weeks in advance. I can't order things thereafter to ensure I get them in time and then put them together. So make sure you always get your reservation in two weeks in advance. Hopefully if things go well, it would need to be sooner because things might sell out. Next up is the Bibliothefairies Athenaeum Initiative. It's a mouthful, which means it's something involving the Academy. Most things that I say that involve a ridiculous number of ridiculous words involve the Academy. The Bibliothefairies at the Academy of Omnisophical Arts and Sciences are the librarians. I am pretty sure, as I may have mentioned somewhere, that my idea to have fairies be the librarians, I'm bet it's from watching Fractured Fairy Tales as a kid. It didn't dawn on me till a couple years after the fact, after I wrote about it, that the idea of a big book and a fairy probably came from that. If you missed those as a kid, they were a darling cartoon series. I don't really remember what they're about. All I remember is that a fairy tried to open a big, huge book and ended up getting smashed inside it. Well, those sorts of things have an impact on a kid, and all these years later, I have fairies running the library. If you are part of the Bibliothefairies Guild, I'm going to open that to all levels of Patreon. I don't think currently it is open to all levels, but it will be as of November 1st. The idea will be that we get books into hands through libraries. We'll see what is involved with that if there is a, an approval process. That's been brought to my attention. Thank you so much by the person who told me. It was mentioned by the same wonderful person that a middle school might be a great place for Peyton Drake's story since he's 14 years old. I list the books as being for 12 and up. 
they're not racy or anything, but I just don't think they would appeal to anyone much younger because they've got these big, ridiculous words and so on. The Athenaeum Initiative, the library at the Academy is called the Athenaeum, an old-fashioned word for that. We are going to be trying to get these books into the hands, as I said, of those at libraries or even shelters, potentially. I'm not sure how this all will work. But if you are interested in that, what I would ask is, if you have purchased any of the books in paperback and you're willing to part with them, might you kindly give them back to me so I can figure out where we're going to donate them? If you've got a whole set and you want to donate them yourself, then get a hold of me, hold on to the books, and we will come up with the bullet points. Not anything for you to memorize, but just the information that you would need to be armed with if you were to go someplace to donate them to answer any questions that you might be asked instead of saying, I don't know, I don't know, I'm feeling silly. You would have information. For example, Peyton Drake's Omni Tales all have Library of Congress control numbers. They might ask you about that. You would have those numbers. You would know the name of the author, who I just forgot, which is JSD Johnston. The ISBN numbers. I don't even remember what ISBN stands for, and I'm pretty sure the N, when I just said number, is redundant. I bet the N in ISBN stands for number. I need to look this up. So the Athenaeum Initiative involves donating your books through our program, and you will be thanked. We're going to have an annual tea that you would be invited to once you've donated 10 books. You would get to come to tea for free, wherever we do it. It will be an annual event for all the people involved in the Bibliothecary Guild. So hopefully that will be fun for some of you and give you a reason to want to donate your books. Sorry, that was so convoluted. I begrudgingly am going to return to doing something I've only done a few times and I should have been doing every month. I'm going to reinstate our newsletter. Some people prefer to see everything all in one lump instead of the bits by bits you get through Patreon, and or maybe they aren't a Patreon patron. I've been cajoled, not even nudged, cajoled into getting back to that. In a perfect world, I would get one out this October. We shall see. And by the way, our newsletter is spelled G-N-U. So when you see ridiculous looking creatures that look like, what are those types of antelopes, wildebeest? I don't recall what a new is. When you see a cartoon new dressed up in a silly costume, you will know you are looking at our newsletter. I just went through a lengthy webinar about the best way to ensure your newsletter email is opened. I'm not going to be doing any of it. You're supposed to not have images or limit them severely. You're only supposed to have a total of three to five hyperlinks in your email. All of those might ensure that it gets opened more, but it certainly won't be the most helpful to those receiving them because this is supposed to be a monthly one-stop shopping place for you to be able to scroll down through it, find the things you're interested, and click on them directly. With that in mind, nobody may see these newsletters, nobody may open them, but I will feel like I am doing the service that I meant to do with this project. So there you go. Last but not least, fun for me, since Peyton Drake's first seven novella story is done and out, I have now put up the trailer for the first parsa, which means issue, of his seven parsa, tomo, tomo meaning book, tomo two, parsa one. It's called The Other Time Zone. The book is available for pre-order on Amazon. It will be coming out in January. I didn't have this on my list, but I should bring up that I am putting together a package it's called the Lumpy Parcel. 
meaning it's got a whole bunch of stuff in it, to send to somebody considered an influencer to try to get my books noticed. We are in an age where social media reach is nil. I mean, almost zero. I have 10,000 fans on my Facebook page and sometimes a post will go to three people. I have chosen a particular influencer to whom I'm going to be sending a ton of Omni-related stuff as a Hail Mary of getting this project noticed. You folks in Patreon have been wonderful about being supportive, but I know that you're here mostly for tea-related stuff. Maybe the Tea Cozy Mystery series, maybe the new Victorian Adventurous series, and very few of you are interested in a whimsical fantasy about a 14-year-old boy from California in 1974. So, I need to find my audience for that. If anyone knows anyone who would be interested in that series, please let me know. This is my opus. This is what I'm going to be working on for the rest of my life. It's the most important project I've ever done for me because the Academy is what enables us to offer programs that let other people spread their creative wings and soar. If, additionally, you know anyone who is considered an influencer who you believe would be interested in Pete's story and they're interested in fantasy, please let me know and I'll try to put together a package for them. These packages don't come cheap. They cost me probably a couple hundred bucks to put everything together. It isn't just books. I'm taking this very seriously and not going about this willy-nilly, but right now, out of my list of 10 people I wanted to send to, I'm only doing it to one because it's a substantial outlay of cash at a time when things are mighty lean. There we go. Next week, I will talk about the Author's Journey program to get folks published in 2021. It was to be in person. It will now have an in-person option for those who are local, but it will mostly be online. It will start in February for those who write fantasy, science fiction, dystopian, paranormal, speculative fiction. And if you know someone that has a story in them, we will get them published in 2021. It will take 10 months from beginning to end, and then they will have a book. Okay, friends, I hope you're having a beautiful fall day wherever you are. Please let me know if there's anything you want me to add or discuss in future episodes. And if you have any questions, because if you have a question, somebody else might too. Don't forget to get me your choices for where you want to go for tea in 2021. Above and beyond all, please, as we entered this last few weeks of the election, please obey the golden rule. Don't just treat people the way you think they deserve to be treated. Treat them better than that. Treat them the way you would want to be treated by someone who may not agree with you. Chitty stay home, everyone. Tuta.